Whether it's gumboots or rugby boots, the Country Sport Breakfast has you covered on Gold Sport, your home of live commentary. Well, for the last time this year, five days out from Christmas, it's time to head across to the UK, catch up with our UK correspondent, Johnny Norman. Johnny, good morning. Hope you're well. Yeah, very well, very well. Less than a week to Christmas. The kids have still just about managed not to open the presents <laughs> under the tree. Uh, the cat's drinking the water in the bowl that the, the tree's sitting in. It's all, uh, it's all ready to, to, uh, to go terribly wrong, but as things stand... Uh, uh, it's uh, yeah, all is well in Blighty. Six days out from Christmas. I know there's always big discussion over there about what is going to be the UK number one on the music charts at Christmas time. So, do you have any information, any inside knowledge? Well, you know, uh, unlike you, uh, the uh, BK, the uh, music isn't my first passion or second. Um, I'm still listening to the same tunes that I was. Uh, listening to in the 90s but because i'm you know i'm all about the research i've I've had a look to see who the favorites are for the number one and i've heard of most of them so i'm not sure what that says um (laughs) the pogues is there obviously shame shame mccowan died uh last week so i imagine you know that's got something to do with it but uh mariah carey's in and around, hovering around with the old All I Want for Christmas, which must have been released the best part of quarter of a century well, ago. 20 plus years even ago, wha- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Wham! Even George Michael and Wham! are, are in with a, a chance for the number one. So I'm not sure what that says about the uh, the modern music coming through. Um, but uh, but there you go. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet any money on any of those, by the way. I, I literally don't really know what I'm talking about, but... Uh, they're, they're the runners and riders for you. All right, okay, we've got that one from you. I know you know you know a lot about cricket. You've got uh, England's fourth T20 match coming up, I think, against the uh, the West Indies. Is it tonight, your time? It's in a few hours' time, actually. I'll be commentating on it uh, for Talk Sports. So uh, uh, check that out on the Talk Sport Cricket YouTube channel if you, uh, if you haven't got anything better to do. But, uh, yeah, it was actually... So it's a five-match T20 series. England, of course, had a disastrous World Cup. They then lost the ODI series against against West Indies. Two nil down with three to play. And then the West Indies in first innings rack up 222 uh, to win the series, essentially. Win the game and win the series in the final match in Grenada before the series headed to Trinidad. And uh, England chased it down. Uh, it wow. was incredible, actually. Uh, 108 for Phil Salt at the top of the order. Joss Butler himself scored 51, the two putting on 100 for the first wicket. And then Liam Livingston came in. Uh, he hit uh, 30-odd. But still, coming into the last seven balls or so, England needed 28, I think. Um, and Harry Brook hit 31 from seven balls. Harry Brook, by the way, one of the England players picked up in the IPL, auction or the draft which took place today but yeah so England won the game um and uh, we'll be playing in Trinidad in a few hours time so uh, two one down with two to go and just a little bit of belief back in the camp all right fantastic news now there's uh, some news out of uh, in English football uh, Nottingham Forest have just sacked their uh, their manager yeah, this has just come through in the last half an hour or so. Um, now, Steve Cooper, let us not forget, took over at Nottingham Forest when they were bottom of the championship. He then took them to the playoffs 
and then promoted to the Premier League. He then kept them up in the Premier League last year, and uh, they're not even in the relegation zone now. They're still five points clear of Luton. But the chairman has had enough. Um, they've only won one game in 13. Despite this, a lot of the fans are still behind the coach, or the former coach, but the decision from the chairman has been made, um, and they brought in uh, Nuno Espirito Santo, who we, you may remember. as he had, a, he had a successful time at Wolverhampton Wanderers a few years back. He then went to Tottenham Hotspur, absolutely stunk the place out. He didn't last six months. <laughs> um, uh, he's gone off to Saudi Arabia, and now he's back, and he's about to sign a two-and-a-half-year deal. And from what I'm hearing on TalkSport, he will be in the dugout for Nottingham Forest's first game since Steve Cooper's sacking against Bournemouth on Saturday. Wow, never a dull moment in English footy is there. And uh, I guess this this being our last one, Johnny, last one of the year, we'll be back next year. I mean, looking back on the sporting year, is there any one sporting highlight for you? Yeah, there were, there, there's there been a couple, really. Um, I mean... Let's focus on the cricket because Fulham mm. have had a pretty poor, poor, uh, poor year, uh, and the England football team. Let's hope for uh, for good stuff next year. They certainly did uh, did well last year, but they didn't really play. Um, the England uh, women's team football team just felt narrowly short. So it's got to be English cricket for me. Um, the England rugby team did pretty well in the World Cup, yeah. but for me, the standout moment was that Ashes series. You know, the year started. With that one run lost to New Zealand at Wellington, one of the best matches I've ever seen, went to the final session of the final day. But some of the cricket that took place in the Ashes, both from Australia and England, two teams that went at it from uh, pretty much from the start. And there was so much drama, so much entertainment, so much uh, jaw-dropping and logic-defying cricket on show, spread over the course of 25 days or so. Um, For me, Ashes 2023... You know, if I'm fortunate enough to cover an Ashes series as good as that one, uh, then I'll be a very, very lucky man indeed. Yeah, I probably agree with you. It was a wonderful series, that's for sure. Hey, Johnny, to you and your family, have a great Christmas. I'll let you go and put love actually on the the TV and uh, enjoy the Christmas music and good luck with the commentary tonight. Thank you very much, and uh, same to you and your family and everybody in New Zealand. Love Actually was actually on in my house two nights ago. Um, so there you go but uh, yeah it's uh, it's lovely being on the show uh, look forward to chatting to you in 2024 there he is our friend John Norman out of the UK one of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet but if you do get a little quiet time have a listen to the parenting hangover it's not scary at all if I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl and I'm like oh boy girl snip you've got a boy you've got a girl get the snip you're done you get to figure out what it's like raising a girl you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy save yourself a ton of stress and money you've got your perfect little family The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan new episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts